Welcome to the Shallow Dive on Koheles, the book of Ecclesiastes. Join us as we explore the treasures gathered by King Solomon. I hope you enjoy it. Pactes Pasuk Zion, chapter 9, verse 7. So we were just discussing in the previous verse the perspective of the Rishayim, of the wicked, last couple of verses. And in verse 5, we were contrasting the Chaim with the Mason, the living with the dead. So verse 6 is describing the dead, and verse 7 is going back to the living. That's the way most of the commentaries seem to be interpreting this series of verses. So let's take a look. Pasuk Zion. Lech, go. Echol b'simcha lachmecha. Eat. Enjoy your bread. Rejoice as you eat your bread. Ushasei v'lev tov yenecha. And drink with a good heart your wine. For God has already found favor in your deeds. Let's see Targum. Omar Shlomo Bruch Nevoah Min Kodom Adonai Solomon said in a spirit of prophecy before God. And this is a prophetic statement, not an insight from wisdom. Targum tells us. This is a glimpse of something that requires prophecy to perceive, as we shall see. Osid, in the future, More Almo, the master of the universe, Lememar, will declare, Lechol Tzadikaya, to all of the righteous, Be'an Pe'nafshe, individually, each one, Ezil, go, to Om, taste, Bechedvo, in joy, lachmoch, your bread, v'itosav loch, and it will be returned to you. That this is in the future, God is saying, go and enjoy your bread, rejoice. This is a return to you, alachmoch di yehivta, for the bread that you have given, la'anyo, for the poor, ve'lachashicha, and for the the darkened, the gaunt, tahavuchofen that were hungry, famished, v'shase believe tav and drink with a good heart, chamra the wine, di'itzinaloch, that is set aside for you, saved for you, began Eden, in the Garden of Eden, chalaf chamroch, in exchange for your wine, demizagto, that you prepared, le'anyo, for the poor, v'chashicho, and the gaunt, the darkened, v'havu tzoche, and they were thirsty, so he prepared them wine. Arumaha, for behold, Chivar Israis Kadam Adonai, Ovadoch Tava, 
For behold, God has already found favor in your deeds. So King Solomon is describing prophetically in the future what will be God will give to the righteous individually an experience of eating and drinking and rejoicing eating and drinking and rejoicing as a reward for sustaining the poor, the hungry, the thirsty. What's a little bit hard to understand is the final phrase, for God has already found favor in your deeds. This is describing what has already taken place. And yet, this is describing a future event. King Solomon says in the spirit of prophecy, what will be in the future. So how does that fit together exactly? The fact that God has already found favor in your deeds sounds like there's some, some element of unfinished business. It's already been accomplished before there's some completion. Somehow your deeds already bring favor, find favor before God prior to the completion. And yet, King Solomon says this is discussion of God giving reward in the future. So it's a bit of an enigma. Perhaps the idea that God has already found favor in your deeds is a, an expression of the reward for the deed prior to the result. Meaning, of course, there's a result. If a person who's hungry or thirsty is given food and drink, there is a result of their being sustained. This is a tremendous result. And the, the reward for that result is dependent on the result, the degree of result. But the action that was done of giving, of giving food to the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, sustaining the poor, the act itself, prior to any results, is already something that brings favor before God independent of any future results. doesn't actually have to bear fruit to find favor in God's eyes. Just supplying them with their needs, mixing the wine, as it were, giving the bread to the poor. Before their satiation, before the thirst is quenched, the giving itself brings about divine favor. And the future reward is on that already, not to diminish the reward for the results, but already from that, the future reward is being presented. Let's see Rashi. 
Lech echo besimcha. Go and eat in rejoicing. Avil atat tzadik. This is in contrast to the previous verse. However, you, the righteous, for the Holy One, blessed be He, has already found favor in your deeds, the good deeds, and you will merit eternal life. Go and eat and rejoice. Rejoice as you eat. You can have a sense of accomplishment, satisfaction. This is in contrast to the previous verse of the wicked that with this world being all there is for them, so there's always the impending sense of loss and doom, an urgency, which of course everyone feels an urgency, concerning life in this world, but it's an entirely different urgency if this is it versus this is preparing for eternity. Very different sense of urgency of what is at stake. So for the righteous, they don't need to be concerned with the reward per se. They're not here for the reward, but they can have a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction. They have brought Ritsui, a sense of favor, through their actions to God. They can already, right here and now, before they receive any reward, consume what they're enjoying now with full enjoyment. They don't need to actually wait for a reward. They can already appreciate the sense of accomplishment right now, in this world. Let's see the Ben Ezra. Lech Echo. This is a different idea than the majority of the commentaries. Zedibur Lev B'nei Adam Luholalus. This is describing the machinations of man that he tells himself in his heart and its frivolousness. Vahinian the matter that is being described is since the dead have no further share in the world while yet alive go have a good time imbibe that wine drink it for this is all that God wants of you and this the Benezra seems to be presenting, as he says, it's frivolousness, it's, it's not true, it's a distortion. The other commentaries, as I mentioned, are learning that this is the description of the righteous, not being presented as frivolousness. Let's see how the Metsudas learns this. Lech echo, go and eat. It's not appropriate for a person to go and live in a manner that deprives themselves or causes themselves various sufferings. Rather, a person should go eat. So this verse is describing 
what should be done. Kichvar Ratsa, for already there is favor. Rotelomar. This is true if God is contented and finds favor in your deeds. Because you have done that which is good and that which is upright. And your deeds have found favor before God. Then you should enjoy and rejoice. Then you enjoy the pleasure and rejoice. It would seem that the idea Mitzudah's David is touching is that we have various experiences of teshuva, how we return to God, and different tools we can use to help ourselves return to God. In fact, today is Tainas Esther, which is unique as a fast day. But in general, as the Ramam says, in the beginning of Hilchus Tainus, Tainus, a fast, is obviously a deviation from going to eat and enjoy your bread. A fast is a means of bringing a person to Teshuvah. A person can restore themselves to God by this shift away from their normal pattern person can become focused on what's not worth focusing on, and the fast can break them out of that and bring them to shuva. A person who feels a sense of tsar, a sense of deprivation, can be brought, of course, in a, in a controlled manner. We're not talking about endangering a person by not eating, but in a manner that is consistent with health. A person who's ill should not be fasting, unless it's Yom Kippur, then needs to be carefully evaluated. But generally, fasting as dark tshuva, as a, as a pathway of returning to God, is not meant to be something that is harmful, but it's a restriction of the pleasures of this world to help refocus a person on what's important. And there's an element of tsar in that as dark tshuva. There are a number of things that a Baal Tshuva does, one who is returning from a path that they should not have been on, that incorporates certain elements of discomfort. So the Mitsudas is telling us the, the flip side of that. The one who's on the right path, who his deeds are good and straight. So he should be enjoying and eating with gusto. He should not be withholding from himself the pleasures of this world. God did, in fact, give him the pleasures of this world to enjoy. Not that that's the full purpose. That would be holalus. That's, that's a, an inaccurate assessment of God's purpose for man in this world. But a person should enjoy. That is a part of what God wants. And he should not withhold himself from that enjoyment if he is doing the right thing and on the right path, in the contrast with a person who needs to do teshuva. So there is an appropriate arena of tsar, of withholding. Like the Nazir is a classic example in the Torah. He withholds from himself wine 
And this is as a fence to prevent himself from sliding into various areas of sin that he's concerned about. So although wine is a pleasure that God gives to us, for a person who's concerned about being on the path of Hatov HaYoshar, so a temporary abstention can be appropriate. Let's see this far now. Lech echo besimcha, lech mecha, go and eat, rejoice in your bread. Amnam ata osik peteras ha'el yizbarach. However, you who are toiling in the enlightenment of God, blessed be He, al tidag al yom hamaves. Do not be afraid of the day of death. You won't lose out with the death of the body. Rather, you will ascend and be enriched. So, again, highlighting the contrast between the mesim in the previous verse, the dead, who the impending day of death means the end of everything, the righteous, the living, have nothing to fear from death. Rather, death will bring them to a state of elevation and enriched intimacy with God achieves after their death. For God has already found favor in your deeds by your toiling to achieve in understanding and indeed through the pursuit of wisdom and good action a person will achieve eternity and enrichment as they stated and you shall be sanctified and become holy for I am holy Therefore, you too. That's the leading into the next verse of how a person should proceed. Verse 8. This, the conclusion of this farno, what, what he's saying is that God has already found favor in your deeds, meaning if a person is putting in the energies and efforts to elevate their understanding and bring out the actions that are necessary, so through both realms, a person together through his his das and his his misa through through his knowledge and his actions will be able to sanctify himself and imitate God. He called Hashani, for I am sanctified. A person who pursues the knowledge of the Torah and the actions that the Torah prescribes, that person will be elevated like God. They they will be able to make themselves holy through following the Torah, knowing the Torah and following the Torah. Talmus Chachma Kilech Echol B'Simcha Lachmecha Our Gersa doesn't have key. Zu Lechem This is the bread of the Torah. V'yayin Zu Pilpul Shel Torah V'sodos HaTorah The wine in this verse 
is not describing the basic staff of sustenance of Torah, which is the, the halacha, the guidance, practical guidance of the Torah, but the pilpul of Torah and sodos of Torah are the, the various intellectual engagement with Torah and the secrets of the Torah, various elements that are not necessarily practical, but are parts of Torah, like wine accompanies a meal, is a whole different experience. So the these facets of Torah that are not necessarily practical, but give a whole different experience when in context of the bread, the main meal of the Torah. So the, the tzaddik is being encouraged, Go and eat, rejoicing, the learning of the Torah, the practical Torah, and the learning, the drinking of the secrets of Torah. For God has already found favor in your deeds, from the beginning of creation. God has already found favor in the deeds of the sons of man. And he derives a sense of pleasure from his will being fulfilled. And certainly, you will receive a good reward. Therefore, you shall rejoice in your deeds when you fulfill His will. This is something that has its inception in the creation itself. At the beginning of the creation, this is the purpose of creation. That there is a sense of of enjoyment that God derives through His will being fulfilled, that Ritsui is something that we can achieve. And if somebody succeeds in doing that, so besides that there will certainly be a great reward for that, but the person should rejoice in the act itself, that they are doing an act that is fulfilling the will of God, doing the act itself should be a pleasure.